Is this 54? This is 54. Episode 54. Let's show De Rojo. Um, taking it back to the basics on this one. It's just me and my draws and the mic. And I'm asking if you love me, Mary Jane. <coughs> no, I'm joking. Um, grapefruit kombucha. <clears throat> Jesus. So, um, you hear any gassers? That's what that is. Um, got some topics. Of course I do. Why would I post the show if I didn't have any topics? Um, today is Friday. <clears throat> Downtown Chicago is already flooded with people for the white uh <laughs> for the sh- <laughs> for the Chicago Cubs. I almost said the White Sox. It's just the South Side in me, baby. You know what I'm saying? It's the South Side in me. It won't even let me say Cub. Feel me? You know what I'm saying, Joe? Um, but yeah, they're already packed downtown for the Cubs. World Series Parade, which is amazing. I really want to get my man Ian on here because he is, I want to get some interviews from some intense Cubs fans. Ian, Hector, that may be it. I don't know a lot of you motherfuckers, Um, but congratulations, man. It was another proof. It was more proof that Guys, and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to exclude women here. I'm sure some women got into the game as well. Um, sports are one of those things that, like, if it's intense and, like, there's a lot on the line, like, anybody can find interest in it. It doesn't have to be, like, baseball, you, know, you might not see me watch a game all fucking season, honestly. Like, I have no desire to watch a baseball game. Um, but watching the World Series and watching the playoffs with the Cubs in it has definitely sparked an interest in me, possibly. We'll see. I mean, I may just follow the Cubs now, or the Cubs and the Sox, lightly. I don't see, well, I went to a couple, I went to a couple games last season. So yeah, maybe, hmm, maybe I will watch my Cubs a little closer. Cubs and the Sox, my Sox and the Cubs, that's what I'll do. I mean, I ain't neither one of these teams mine. I'm not. I'm not a loyal sports fan like that. I'm not a fan of anybody consistently, except like my friends and myself. <coughs> That's who I fuck with consistently. My friends and myself. These sports teams, these brands, they come and go. <coughs> I fuck with y'all while y'all hot. Some of y'all I fuck with consistently, but y'all don't give me a reason to. I have no loyalty to anybody except my friends and, and myself. And I implore you to feel the same way, you know? Because everybody's on the... I mean, remember the Bulls? Like, remember after the last Bulls championship? Everybody was super high on them, too. And what'd they do? They fucked us. <laughs> they traded everybody away except Tony Kukoc. He had a couple years. They didn't put anybody around him. And the next thing you know... We're trading. We got Ron Mercer and uh, and Jay Williams, who couldn't keep his ass off a motorcycle long enough to record a triple double. And Jalen Rose, who 
is now probably a better podcaster than he ever was a basketball player. Um, he wasn't horrible. I just lightweight shitted on Jalen Rose. That was bogus. But I do enjoy uh, the Jalen and Jacoby show. But he was decent. Jalen Rose wasn't horrible. He's a lefty. Shouts out to left. Shout out to all the lefties out there. Um, but yeah, excited for the Cubs, my man. Uh, they kind of they almost fucked it up in Game Seven, bro. Like first off, shouts out to them for coming back and clowning that nigga LeBron who was in the stands, of course, grandstanding. Like I can't stand that nigga sometimes, man. Like, he's a good basketball player, but he is really a lame. Like, all that big flexing shit he was doing up there, relax. You really don't even fuck with him like that. You was just there because somebody gave you a box seat. If you was a real fan, you'd be behind home plate like Bill Murray and like uh, like uh, my man uh, John Cusack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> real fans. <laughs> Get out of here, man. You in the box chilling. You up there all cushy. You be down there talking about the hot dog, man. Hey, hot dog, yeah. (coughs) You up there eating fried caviar. (coughs) Anyway. But, yeah, um, shouts out to the Cubs. They almost lost it in game seven. I heard they had. They still found a way to fuck up with my man uh, Chapman. Because like Joe Buck, when they was talking about his uh, how he got to Chicago, they talked about how he was in New York and he had a domestic violence situation and they, he, that he was cleared of. And if he was cleared of it, then why you got to bring it up, clown? Like, that was just like some pussy ass shit. Like, why would you? I hate when they do that. I, I know that there were white players out there that had some checkered past. Did you mention any of that shit? Coming up to the plate is... Josh McGowan, Josh McGowan, now with the Cleveland Indians, was initially brought up by the Oakland Athletics, but was involved in a drunken tirade where he whooped the asses of two Mexicans. He was then traded to the Cleveland Indians. He was cleared. Oh, the the charges were dropped, but get the fuck out of here. You don't do that shit. So why? I don't know. You know why. We know why. It's the same reason why when we get killed by the police, they show a picture of, you know, the one time we took a picture holding a gun. <laughs> the one time. Or, you know, they t- they use a, the one time we got arrested, a mug shot. They use some picture off our Facebook page. Of us like looking upset or grimy. That's why I gotta scrub my my Facebook page and my Instagram. Cause if I get killed out here in the line of fire, I don't want them to be able to find some picture where I look like I eat babies, or some picture where it looks like you know I'm the third coming of the apocalypse. I want all my pictures to be like super square, me like holding kittens. Me, uh, like, uh, jogging in the park with cancer patients for breast cancer, like, in an all-pink outfit. <laughs> like, I want all my pictures to be like that. So, if I die, if I get killed, they got nothing but, like, good stuff to choose from. But then they'll probably just Photoshop that shit. <coughs> they'll Photoshop a picture of me running 
like after uh, an old Jewish woman. Some crazy shit. <sighs> Taking a sip of my kombucha. Sorry. Um, but yeah, shouts out to the Cubs, man. There's a picture of me on my Instagram and this ill-ass Cubs pullover that I didn't buy when I was working at uh, the Reebok store. And I totally should have bought it because that shit was raw. Am I going to buy any Cubs gear? I mean, I really don't do a lot of blue. <clears throat> I mean, I, I mean, of course you could do, you know, Cubs jersey, the blue joint. If I was going to get one, I'd probably go... Mm, Probably either go, well, I mean, Dexter Fowler, either Fowler or Rizzo, or maybe uh, Baez. The, all the bitches is going to be on Baez. And then, you know, if it's if I wear it in the summertime and I do, like, a fresh, like, wash and go, like, niggas going to be thinking I'm Puerto Rican, you know what I'm saying? I come with a whole different set of problems, man. They come with a whole different set of problems, man. You know, they didn't want to think it. They didn't want to know if I speak Spanish. Do you speak Spanish with the with the Bayer jersey? Hey, my friend, do you speak Spanish? Relax, bro. I'm just a fan. So I'm have to get that Dexter Fowler joint. <clears throat> but then, um, I mean, I guess, yeah, I mean, shoes to match it isn't an issue. You can always just rock white wheat Tims. Facts, B. You can always rock wheat Tims. Facts, B. Um, or I can rock my hater joints, of course. Shouts out to Mello. Hater highs is nasty. Um, but I don't really, have, I mean, I'm all white, all white anythings, of course. Uh, I don't really have anything. That, that, that blue, you're not going to find a lot of shoes that matches that blue exactly. <clears throat> I mean, you could try to play like a white and red shoe. Yeah, of course. I mean, any white and red shoe. But yeah. I mean, the white jersey is cool, too. I mean, you still kind of have the same options, but am I going to get any socks gear? I don't know. I don't know. I might get that Ali Six hat that had Nico put out, the Cubs hat. But that's not really like a Cubs hat. Like, that's like that's like a Chicago streetwear homage to <clears throat> the Cubs winning the World Championship. No, the World Series. Sorry. But yeah, I'm definitely gonna try to cop that. I might cop that. If I get it, if I find a deal on, I'm not gonna find a deal on Cubs jersey now. So I don't know. Maybe I won't get a jersey. I should have got that jacket. That jacket was awesome. Uh, it was like the old school, like the half zip hood pops up, half zip. Then it's the pocket across the chest, like the flat pocket across the the stomach region. Type of jacket, you know what I'm saying? With the bungee at the bottom, so you could tighten it around the waist. E half zip, kind of like the old starter joint, but it was Michelin Ness. That joint was nasty. I should have got it. Great regret. Let's think about some other real quick, real quick tangent. Other items that I regretted not buying when I should have bought them. Hmm. Well, when I was down with a Ken. When Hustle Sneakers was popping and I was down with a Ken, I really should have bought more sneakers, especially the way the sneaker game like boomed like right after that. 
And I had, I was down, like, they was giving me, like, 30% off, bro. Like, I got that, I got them candy pack twos. E is the one that really cleaned up with them. E got multiple nines. He de- Well, he got the one pair for free because I gave him the answer because I told him to go to this shit. So they had some event up there, and DJ Clark Kent was up there. And... um. They he was like they were like they were giving away shoes and you had to answer like trivia questions, and this nigga asked what out what song did he produce on Reasonable Doubt? <clears throat> uh, the answer is the joint with uh, the joint with Jay Z and Biggie, big, big, uh, Jay Z, Big Small nigga shit to draws, Brooklyn going out for yours. If we don't stop, what is that? I can't remember the name of it, but the joint with Jay-Z and Biggie is the one that uh, Clark Kent produced. So I gave him the answer because he's he's listening to this podcast and up until here, he's totally down with the story. <laughs> and now he's I did give him the answer. He might have known it, but I did give him the answer. He, he's going to say he knew it. As soon as he listens to this, he's going to call me and say he knew the answer. And I didn't have to give him the answer, but I gave him the answer. And they get, they let him pick a pair of shoes. And he picked those Citrus Nines, the all black, white uh, white sole with the orange jump, man. <clears throat> but then he also got the fucking Flints from there, the Flint 13s. He also got his uh, Bordeaux 7s, which I had to rebuy last year. Like, he came up fucking with a kid. I didn't. I should have. Uh, so that's one. Um, definitely, I was in TJ Maxx one summer. It was the summer of my sophomore year. I was in TJ Maxx. Because I was working with Chicago Multicultural Dance Center. And I was in TJ Maxx on State Street. And on the wall... There was this Echo motorcycle jacket. It was like tan. It was like a tan fucking canvas. And on the back, it had this like ill stitching that went from silver to full color. And it was like this full embroidered back of Speed Racer. (coughs) And I've never seen this jacket ever again after. Haven't seen it since. But that fucking jacket was raw. It was raw as hell. Uh, what other big shit did I miss out on from buying? I really should have bought this vest at the African Festival this summer. It was a vest. It was made out of like a traditional uh, Muslim prayer cloth, a uh, prayer rug. That shit would have went so ill over my denim jacket or over my cardigans or if I played it straight just with the V-neck tee. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been nasty on these. But they wanted 150 for it. And 150 was just a little too much. If they had it came down to like half of that, maybe 100 I would have paid 100 for it. I'd have been rocking it already. Super fly. Breaking necks. But what are you going to do? You live and you learn. Um, what other topics do I have? Baby mothers complaining about shitty baby fathers publicly. 
Uh, that is a topic from my mom, <clears throat> who hates hearing or seeing on Facebook um, baby mothers complaining about shitty baby fathers. And this is one of those topics I don't really know if I want to give a lot of attention to because these women be knowing. Now, see, these are the women that she wants me to call queens, right? These women who make horrible decisions on these guys and get knocked up by them. And, like, then they do that thing where, like, they publicly break up with them. They put on, like, this big show about how they're not messing with them no more. Uh, New me alert and all this other shit. And then they be right back with them. Me and him working it out. I'm so in love. Like, how are we supposed to care when you just keep crying wolf and shit? Like, keep that shit to yourself. Why wouldn't you just keep it to yourself? That's like, I've been blessed as a big brother to not have had a a little sister who has, like, been, like, beat up by a guy and, like, been, like, calling me to, like, come help her and save her. Because there's only so many times I'm going to do that shit. Like, I'm not going to keep running over here to save you from these dude, from this dude if you still going, if come Thanksgiving, this nigga's going to be at the crib, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying, eating macaroni and cheese and shit. Like, get out of here. Please, go that way. Please go that way with that. But, I mean, I know that there are signs to their not shitness before the blow up. Like, before this, these big issues that, like, cause you to, like, go on Facebook and change your relationship status and, you know... Probably go fuck some random nigga who is in, was in, has been in your DMs for a couple months. You hit him up because you want to get back at the dude. Because that's, that's why women cheat, primarily. I mean, there are, there are some women out there with just insatiable sex habits for whatever reason. It's, it's, mm, oh, shit. Here I go. I'm sorry. I don't want to go making these broad sweeping statements. There are women out there with very high sex drives. It is very... Okay, here we go. Okay, so... There are women who enjoy sex. Boom. That's one big box. Inside of that box, there are women who really, really enjoy sex. Inside of that box, there are women who, like, naturally love sex. Like, they just enjoy having sex with multiple men, and it doesn't bother them, and it's just totally natural, whatever. Inside of that box is, like, the women who, like... Am I doing this backwards? Should these boxes be getting bigger? No, no, no. The percentage of women should be getting bigger. Smaller. Yes. There are not a lot of women, the the majority of women who like really like sex and with a lot of different people, it's not like a natural thing like men 
have the inclination to have lots of sex with different women. Like, I think we can, I think we understand that naturally now, right? Probably not. We still try to try to deny it. At any rate, <clears throat> um, so like the percentage of women that enjoy sex with different men that aren't like that, and that isn't because of some kind of like, like issue with their mothers fucking with a lot of dudes or them seeking attention from men and not finding it and trying to find it from a lot of different guys. Um, like women, women listening to this podcast right now are probably not going to agree with me because I'm saying it right now, but in a conversation amongst other women where they were controlling the conversation and the narrative, then they would be more than willing to admit that there are women who generally, if they enjoy having a lot of sex with a lot of different men, it stems from some kind of issue or they were going through something at the time where they may have had like this kind of slut phase where they fucked a lot of niggas, where they was like trying to get away from something or they were like, whatever. They There are psychological reasons at the time where they were just very generous and free with their pussies. <clears throat> and that's fine. That's fine. But just like admit it, and then as a juxtaposition to that, please admit that men are natural, like we have nuts to get off consistently. If we don't, it's an issue. Like, and the, the, I'm not saying this is an issue like mentally, I'm saying physiologically, uh, mood, performance, physical, uh, physicality, physical, um, um, performance like these things decline when men aren't having sex now does that mean that one man couldn't have all this sex with one woman no it doesn't mean that no not at all but and this is just on a physical level this is not this is nothing else considered just physically we know for sure that there are eight days where women just can't have sex. So just the just the, the sheer numbers in some way would lend it to possibly having sex with multiple women. Like this is kind of this dude Chris Ryan wrote this book about um, how this all kind of stems from when we were more of a hunter gatherer society, and kind of everybody like shared everything, and that that kind of included sharing like wives and stuff, and then we didn't start separating wives or like keep having our own wives until we started to separate tribes and create our own homes. And, you know, till our own land and, you know, it was like our family and our kids. Because at one point it was just like everybody, like everybody just had, everybody lived together. Everybody fucked everybody. Everybody just had kids and everybody just took care of all the kids because you didn't know if it was yours or not. It could have been, could not have been. You just take care of everybody's kids. And then once we started to like separate, uh, I think it once was it, once it wants to be, okay, was it one? Was it when we started doing farming or when we started cultivating land? I think it was when we started cultivating land is when we started to separate. And, like, we didn't we didn't cultivate land together. Everybody had their own land and cultivated it. And thus, they had to create their own. As opposed to everybody being one big family, they had to create 
smaller separate families and that's where mother fathers and children became like who took care of the home and farming like what we would consider now more of like a traditional farming system where like the parents own the farm they raise the kids on the farm parents die kids get the farm have a family like that kind of cycle type of situation how did I get to that from baby mothers complaining about shitty baby fathers? I don't know, but I hope that shit sounded good. And I hope y'all are like arguing or saying some shit about it. Because I feel like I'm really trying to work on not saying um as much. Because I'm trying to take the podcast to the next level. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to put a little bit more time into it. I did a little better with it this week. I had notes. I had some, you know, some topics I wanted to discuss. And I put aside the time to actually get it done. I'm working on getting some guests on. I'm seriously trying to cons- uh, trying to pursue some sponsors and things like that. So just stay tuned and fuck with your boy. But whatever rant I went on that took me from baby mothers complaining about shitty baby fathers publicly to um, how we broke down society and from, you know, hunter-gatherer society to cultivating our own crops as families. I hope y'all paid attention to that shit, man. I'm going to listen back because I want to know where the path went wrong. Like somewhere I, I jumped off the exit and yeah. But what else we got? Um, Toys R Us Christmas commercial with Elf jumping into a toy car. Are there little people activists? Question mark, question mark, question mark. That's a good question. So there is a Toys R Us commercial running right now. Shouts out to Toys R Us. They've been big in the toy game for a long time. Um, Got them KB toy niggas right up out of there. Um, But there's a Toys R Us commercial running right now where Santa Claus and his elf are getting haircuts and they read some kind of newspaper article or something comes on and they got to get out of there in a rush they run out to the parking lot santa claus jumps into a jeep and the elf jumps into like one of those play school jeeps that you get your kids like he couldn't even really fit in it like it didn't even look like he could really get in it and drive they would have did better like with like a small golf cart or something like that but he jumps into like a a play a fisher price toy jeep and i saw that and i immediately was like yo there's no way that that shit would fly if there was like a black equivalent like if that was a if there here perfect example if Santa Claus ran out of there with a normal sized black guy like let's just say it, let's take the elf equation out of it and instead of him being an elf we're, we're switching minorities here so instead of him being an elf and all the folklore that goes along with that let's say Santa Claus was always known to just have black people working for him and he had this black person in the uh, he had this one of his black helpers. Um, in the barber chair next to him, and they're, you got to see the commercial, and they're watching, maybe I'll try to post it, maybe I'll try to post it on the Facebook page, but anyway, they're, they're getting their hair cut, and they hop out, and they run to their Jeeps, or they run to their cars, and Santa jumps in the Jeep, and the black guy jumps into, like, a Cadillac, or, like, 
um, you know, with rims and fuzzy dice and uh, a row of fitted hats across the back window. Black people would be outraged. We would be so pissed. Or like if it was a if it was a female if it was a woman. So like he was he was in the barbershop with a woman. He's like, oh my god, we gotta go. And they go out there, and Santa Claus hops into a jeep, and she hops into like uh, a pink Miata or some shit like that. Women would be so pissed. Why does the car have to be pink? Why does it have to be small? Why do you assume that we should drive pretty cars? Why can't she drive a Jeep as well? So I'm just wondering, why aren't there like little people activists? Like, why are you having our brother jump into a fucking toy? Why don't you respect him as a man and as a human fucking being and put him in a real size car? Because we have um, customized... And made it so that we don't have to uh, drive special cars. We can just adjust regular cars to fit our needs. Because that's not funny, guy. But it wouldn't be funny if there was a Cadillac with them hats across the back either. (laughs) Maybe it would be. I don't know. That shit was hilarious, though. I immediately looked at that and was, like, just sideways with it. Like, that would be crazy. Like, for instance, me and Emmanuel have an idea. Came quick, too. Pause. Loose talk! But, um, we were riding down Ashland in a 01 Grand Am. And we were riding over this bridge, and the bridge was shitty, and this big 18-wheeler was riding next to us. And we thought we were going to die for a second. And then we suddenly had these thoughts about, like, what if we did get hit by the truck? What if we did get hit by the truck? And we were paralyzed tragically from, like, the neck down. And this was like prime hustle sneakers time, right? So we're like, man, we get hit by this truck. We get paralyzed from the neck down. It's terrible. But we in the studio, we in the hospital like Jay Dilla, still putting out work, still writing. We've developed our voice. We got the, we fucked with the niggas that, uh, that did, um, at this point, Siri wasn't out, but we was thinking about, we was going to fuck with my man. Um, oh, who was my man's? Who is my man with Stephen Hawkins? <laughs> oh, this is terrible. We was going to fuck with my man Stephen Hawkins to get the voice, right? And we was going to do our own raps. We was still going to rap, right? So we was going to be these like paraplegic rappers. Because they got, they like rap too, right? <laughs> and then you can't, you can't, this is just like if it was like a really good gay rapper. You can't say, nah, I don't like the gay rapper. Because then what they going to say? Why? You don't like him because he's gay? So if we was paraplegic rappers and then, and it was really decent, right? And then motherfuckers was like, you don't like the paraplegic rappers? Why you don't like them? Because they paraplegic, that's bogus. You piece of shit. So then like we'd have all these fans and paraplegic fans, right? And then we'd have shows where like it would be like all people in those chairs with the with the uh with the joystick like up oh my god the the i the visual is probably fucking with people and you're probably like not following me and thinking I'm an asshole but just follow the story okay and just picture it just picture 
a, a huge <laughs> two two very charismatic paraplegic rappers <laughs> and like a full paraplegic like fan base. Like, what would you call like you know how like Rihanna has the has the Navy and like Beyonce has the Beehive? What would the paraplegic rappers? Uh, what would their fan base be called? The roll? Are you rolling with us? <laughs> oh shit! You rolling with us? Oh my god! Oh my god! It probably were like, are you rolling with us? Oh shit, that's bogus. At any rate, so, so, so with the paraplegic rappers, right? We got the fan base of paraplegic people and what's some, and regular, you know, walking people. We got sponsors. We got ill ass wheelchairs, not like spinners and no shit, but like, you know, it stretches our legs out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we can stretch out and get blowjobs from fans and stuff. Um, and then like go right back to our seats. It's got like speakers on the side so we can hear beats so we can write, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> um, and we rolling, you know what I'm saying? Two, three down, two, three years down the line. We didn't went on tour. You know what I'm saying? We didn't won a couple of awards. We didn't got snubbed at the Grammys. You know what I'm saying? We did the red carpet shit. Some niggas tried to play us. We had to have some niggas whoop their ass because they try to play us. Cause they think, they think, oh, you think. Since my arms and legs can't move, you can't be touched. <laughs> That's an exact quote. That's from a diss track because we, of course, got into some beef. But we had to tell these niggas, you think since our arms and legs don't move, you can't be touched? Oh, my God. I almost don't want to release this because this idea is way too ill. At any rate. Oh, well, this is cop. I mean, this is official because this is recorded. And if anybody does this, I need some bread. Um, but anyway, so we rolling, you know what I'm saying? And then we get this idea to do this video where we digitally impose ourselves walking and people go fucking ape shit. Oh my God. Niggas is mad. They protesting. They out there on the, in the wheelchairs, wheeling around, protesting us. Hell no. Don't no more Roho show or whatever the group was called. What would the what would the group be called? Uh, I don't know. What would the group be called? No running allowed. Mm, um, what would the group be called? Slow mo, mm, slow motion. Mm, no, no, no. What was the group? I don't know. But yeah. Niggas got mad and protested us, B. We just trying to take it to the next level. We did a whole, uh, we did a whole, um, we did a whole concert where we was like up like puppets, like moving our arms and legs around. Niggas hated it. Some niggas liked it. Niggas hated it though. It was, it was, it was received, uh, you know, it wasn't well received. <laughs> hey, be looking out for that. We're going to put that out. What else I got? Buying little boys play kitchens. Hmm. And how much time we got? Where we at? 35 minutes? All right, bet. This might be the last one. I feel like this is a good one. But this might be my last topic. Because um, I got to get ready to go uh, to, to the spaceship, to the slave ship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Remember that, Kanye? 
I wish I could buy me a spaceship and fly past the sky. I've been working a spaceship and I ain't made shit. I wish I could buy me a spaceship and fly. Whew. I got you. Somebody got bring that shit back. If I insult me again, I would be assault. What happened to that yay? Y'all bring that yay back. Man. Uh, buying little boys play kitchens. So, I'm at work. And a good friend of mine, good Mexican friend of mine, because, you know, Rojo loves Mexicans. Oh, that's one more thing I'll say before I go. We'll get to that in a second. Try to redeem my racist mom. Um, So I'm at work, and this lady that's sitting next to me, my friend, she says, what do you think about buying a little boy a play kitchen? And I immediately think, next on the Rojo show. (laughs) That was the first thought in my head. She says, what do you think about buying a little boy a play kitchen? And I say, how did this come up? So, she's at her friend's house. And I can't remember if her friend has a son or if her friend has a daughter. Either way. Her son, let's call him Bash. Baby Bash is playing with the toy, the toy kitchen. And not like, he's playing with it like a kid, like a a one-year-old, two-year-old, however they are when they can start walking. So he's playing with the fake food. He's acting like he's eating it. Uh, He's, you know, playing with the pots and pans. He's putting shit in there and blah, 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 blah. However kids play at that age, that's what he's doing. And then she and her husband were like, man, maybe we should get him one for Christmas. But understandably, there there are questions. There are possible concerns. And I know that there are super left people who happen to listen to the Rojo show because we've met in some kind of way and we're friends on a level. But if we've just met on the context of you being super left, we probably wouldn't be super close. But we're friends nevertheless. However you found the Rojo show, you listened to it. And I appreciate it because it ain't like it's a bunch of you motherfuckers um, yet. But I'm sure there are some people who are like, what's the problem? There's no problem. Why, why is there, there are no concerns? That's totally fine. Why do you have to say it with that tone, number one? Number one, why do you have to use that tone? And number two, you're lying through your teeth. There is just some natural hesitance or thought when it comes to possibly buying a little boy a kitchen set. Okay. Now, could these be... um, past uh just left residue from a a more um a a less tolerant time could this be the 
the the last settling of some kind of old thought, sure, but it's still there, okay? It's still there. And to lie is being it's 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 lying. It's 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 for some reason it's denying something that is totally natural and is the denial of it is what shuts down the conversation and what and is what leads to further misunderstanding and and resentment towards other opinions because there isn't the opportunity to talk these kind of things out and have these kind of conversations is there an issue do i have an issue with it i don't have an issue with it necessarily um is there a barbecue grill i'd prefer a barbecue grill i prefer to buy my son a barbecue grill so he can grill with daddy um, not that I have a problem with him having a toy kitchen and cooking with daddy um, or cooking with mommy or whatever. Because there, yeah, there are male chefs. That's the first thing my mom said. I mean, there are male cooks. You're definitely right. You're definitely right. You're right. Um, what about if he wanted a baby doll? Like a, like a, like a baby, like a baby doll. You know, with a stroller that he could push around. Is that okay? Because there are fathers that have babies. Fathers take care of babies. There are single fathers out there. Is that okay? That he had like a fake diaper bag so you can like change the baby's fake diapers. There are girls, they sell these toys. So I'm just saying, could you buy that for a boy? Is that okay? I'm not, or not is it okay because it is okay. It's fine. Would you do it? At what point does it become... I don't want to say weird. I don't want to say weird. At what point? I don't want to say ridiculous. I don't know what I, I don't know what I want to say. At what point is it? Are you gesturing? Because my thing is, we can't. You gotta be careful about this stuff now because everything is a symptom. Everything is a a precursor, or everything is an indication of something else. Like I, I gave this example, you know, to my mom the other day when we when I was talking to her, I was like, um, so like what happens if you have a boy in a class and he just happens to hang out with the girls more like early on just for I don't know for what reason. Maybe one of them he's really cool. One of them he's really good friends with. I don't know. Are they now going to start saying that this boy is at like he well, he's always you are. There are teachers out there like this. There are going to be more of them that just take everything as a sign of something else. Well, I always see Jacob hanging around with the girls and I just wanted to know or wanted to make sure that you were open and that you were aware of this kind of behavior so that you can be aware of it at home and that he may be showing some signs of you know, um, you know, identifying more as a little girl. Like, I don't, I, maybe I need to talk to someone and know what those signs are. Because I feel like you, I don't, I don't trust any sign from a kid until they're like, I mean, not, not of like that. Like, I don't know. I, because I don't want to say, like, I guess there's some learning stuff that if you don't, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about like social, sexual type of stuff and i don't even know if you show signs of that until like puberty 
but I guess the the age due to like the hormones and like the stuff that we eat, the age of puberty or us showing sexual um, maturity is becoming younger. I don't know. Buying little boys play kitchens. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, I will say now I will say this. There are a lot of men cooks like like okay like there is cooking isn't like fashion design (laughs) oh this is perfect yeah cooking isn't like fashion design like i could get my son a kitchen and not and this is i guess to to go along with this you would have to in some way believe the theory that sexuality or homosexuality specifically in this conversation can be learned or can be like seen and then duplicated or whatever but like there are more if my son was like very into fashion and this is weird coming from me because i'm really into fashion but like the ways for him to see that would have to be very specific like i got into fashion based on my father dressing And then, like, you know, him kind of putting me up on shit and, like, my mom making sure to a certain extent, you know, that I was fly or whatever. And then, like, I just wanted to be fly because I noticed, you know, flyness gets you places. I just, like, whatever, for whatever reason. Bitches like it, you know. Um, And then, like, through that, I more so got into, like, you know, tailoring my own stuff or, like, Wanting to possibly learn how to sew and shit. But if my son was young and came to me and told me that he wanted to sew, like, there aren't enough visuals outside of me that I would feel comfortable with him seeing that wouldn't push him in a sexual direction, if that makes any sense. Like, if he wanted to be a cook, like, I can turn on a TV right now and there's a bunch of uh straight cooks or masculine looking cooks or whatever but like take a fashion show like for some reason they always make the guys in these fashion shows or fashion competition or like project runway or america's next top model or anything having to do with like you know uh say yes to the dress um, you know, that uh queer eye for a straight guy, like that whole that whole show. I mean, they don't there aren't there aren't a lot of strong straight portrayals of males in the fashion industry. So like I, I guess that's different. But I don't know. I mean I I don't know. This whole conversation is very nuanced and very hard to like grasp at because Although I try not to, I'm still trying to put this in a way where, like, I'm not, like, offending or, like, stepping on toes when I really shouldn't give a fuck. Like, the whole fact that I'm having the conversation with myself and, like, going through this thought should show some kind of um, progressive approach to the subject matter, but... Social justice warriors aren't that forgiving for some reason. 
And it's not even forgiving. It's just objective. Like, whatever. Um, buying a little kitchen for boys. Now, I don't have a problem with it, I guess. I mean, do your thing, but I don't know. You just got to watch it. You got to watch everything. And you got to watch who talk to your kids. And you got to watch who you listen to about your kids. There's some shit you just got to ignore. I was talking to her. Her son's like two. Like, she's going to have to deal with kids like teachers telling her that, you know, there are certain kids in the class that are girls but identify as boys or vice versa. She's going to have to worry about um, gender pronouns and trigger words. Oh, types of shit. Am I going to see Moonlight? Yeah, I'm going to see it. I wish I heard more about it other than it being a gay movie, though. Like, the people I've heard from that have seen it say it's not really, like, a quote-unquote gay movie. It probably shouldn't be labeled that way. But that's all I've heard about it. And Monica asked me, let's, let's, I'll actually read back the conversation. I hope she isn't offended by it. Um... Monica is my theater buddy from uh, from high school. I'm saying more than a theater buddy, but whatever. As a straight guy that's creative slash in the arts, would you see Moonlight? I went to this discussion yesterday about the movie and all the guys there were straight, but they work in film. I'm curious if straight black men are going to or going to slash would see the film. And my immediate response was dot 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 because <laughs> I was like, this shit's about to get real. So I was like, the majority of black men that see that movie will be seeing it to make an impression on someone else. They're too afraid to say they aren't interested in it, because if you say you're not interested, that means you hate gay people or something. Just uh, to clue you in on the plot of Moonlight, Moonlight is the story of a boy growing up in Florida, I believe, down south somewhere. They look hot and sweaty in the trailer. Um... And it's a coming-of-age story, which is a a huge umbrella. There's lots of of coming-of-age stories. The main part about this one, though, is that the boy is struggling with his sexuality. And you can't avoid that part of the movie. Like, you can say it's not a gay movie compared to gay movies. I don't know a lot of gay movies. Um... The first thing that comes to my head is well, that was I guess that was more of a drag queen movie that uh, whatever Queen of the Desert movie that Hugo Weaving was in, and um, who else was in that shit? Uh, Guy Guy Pierce was in it too, <gasps> but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the 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 point of the movie is that coming coming of age aside. The main draw of the movie is that he's struggling with whether he's gay or not. So it, it is a gay movie. It may be one of the higher brow gay movies, but it is a gay movie. So just that that's it. So my response to that, with that in mind, she said, do you think a lot of straight guys are going to go see Moonlight? And I was like, the majority of black men that see that movie will be seeing it to make an impression on someone else. They aren't, they're too afraid to say they aren't interested in it because if you say you're not interested in it, that means you hate gay people or something. And she was like, that's a shame because it's not a gay movie. 
The discussion ended with what makes a black film or any type of black art and how so much of our shit doesn't reach its intended audience. Only white people get to appreciate it. Trying to think of ways to change that. Wanted to know what you think, what you thought because you're black, black. Laugh out loud. And I said, well, that's all I heard about it, which is all there is about it. Like, let's be totally honest and super clear. Coming of age movies. If you look at coming of age movies, there's a lot of them. I mean, you only, you can only break this down so many ways before you get to the fact that it's about a gay guy. Or a, 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 to, to, I don't want to say it like that. I'm speaking fast because I'm passionate or because I'm moving fast. But I don't mean to say a gay guy because that's an issue. I'm saying it's a coming of age movie. One big umbrella. Then it's under that, it's a black movie. Or you can switch those around. You can say it's a black movie and then it's a, it's a black coming of age movie about a boy trying to figure out his sexuality. And I guess you could say that's the same as the Inkwell too, right? Is it the same as the Inkwell? What makes it different than the Inkwell? This guy thinks he might be gay. Um, so then I say, I heard it was good, but I heard that from some super liberal, super left white dudes. Gays aren't very inclusive of straight guys. We can't have questions or differences of opinion without being labeled homophobic. Gays need some better black imagery. When you think about black gays, you think about prancing elite, not whatever moonlight may be portraying, which is true. I mean, when I think of like, like, and I've said this on the show before, show me the guy that is just like any other guy I know or would hang out with. Not saying I wouldn't hang out with gay guys. I hang out with them, but follow me that are. I want to say I don't want to say just like me, but like guys that would be considered cisgendered, but they just like dick. They just like they just like fucking guys. I don't know why they don't know why it's just like gay guys don't know why they like gay guys or why why they like whatever they like. But they they don't they don't feel the need to um, walk with a switch. They don't feel the need to uh, you know. Reserve the right to be bitchy. They don't feel the need to, at any point, dress up like a woman. They don't feel the need to take on female characteristics in any way. They are guys through and through. They just like to fuck dudes. Show me these guys that don't fuck women too and are just animals. I'm talking about like straight up gay guys. I'm in a, yeah, I'm in a serious relationship. This is my partner, blah, 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 blah. But... We don't do we don't do that. I guess what what would commonly be referred to as like that gay shit. We don't do that gay shit. But you know, we love each other and we fuck each other, brains out. But we have we, other than that. If you lined us up, we would look like any other cisgendered man. I don't know. And after I said that, she said, I think part of it is the intentional marketing and part of it is gay people hyping up that aspect. Like I've seen plenty of gay movies and will say they tend to do the most, but not this film. It had so many layers, but mostly trying to figure out who he was as a man, as a straight or gay man. And then she says, I second that about the prancing elite. I don't know. But yeah, 
that's the I don't know. I'll see. I'll see it. I'll probably see it. Maybe I'll see it on my next off day. I don't know if I want to. I'm not gonna see that before I see uh, Birth of a Nation. <clears throat> Have I talked about how they try and play? Hey man, if you haven't seen Birth of a Nation, man, get your shit together, bro. For real. Like we can't. We uh, I don't know, man. The 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 further and further we get into society, if we go on the same course. There are going to be a lot of accusations of sexual misconduct because the filter under which we consider sexual misconduct is getting smaller and smaller. We're using a finer tooth comb and a finer tooth comb the more we do it. Like, nigga, in the 60s, we wasn't combing our hair. In the 70s, we started to pull it through with with our hands, you know what I'm saying? You know... The 80s, we started using one of them big combs that you keep your curls with. And somehow, in 2016, nigga, we using a fine-tooth comb, bro. In 2020, I guarantee you there are going to be very few people who don't have some kind of sexual misconduct on their record. Because slapping a bitch on the ass is going to be labeled as misconduct. And I'm not saying that that's acceptable, but I'm saying, like, I mean, slapping a girl on the ass is not even like, mm, I mean, if she doesn't want you to, of course, it's disrespectful. Whenever you do anything to a woman that she doesn't want you to, it's disrespectful. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I guess slapping a girl on the ass is weird. I don't don't know. Putting your arm around a girl's waist. Kissing a girl on the cheek like when you first meet her. I don't know. There's going to be a lot of shit that, like, I, I, I know this is a long way from... Trump grabbing a bitch by the pussy or all these niggas running trains on bitches. Jesus. Man, I mean, I didn't ran Trisnane a couple times, but I didn't know it was like, I don't know. Episode 54 of the Rojo Show. You know where you can find me. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Find me on Facebook, the Rojo Show. Email me, show at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram. I'm about to probably start a new fan page. I mean, a new show page. Um, but yeah, get it your boy. Episode 54. We in here. Shouts out to my Cubs. Shouts out to my Sox. We coming. Shouts out to the Bulls. Them niggas are good this year. So far. It's only five games in. I'm waiting on to hear. I'm waiting to hear about the issues. Uh, about the issues with Rondo and Wade's chemistry. Because they're coming. But finna get dressed right now. Might get a little fly. I don't know. Might not. Might keep it cash today. But I'ma holler at y'all niggas. Peace. And remember, if you're not listening, you're not a fan. One. Sharing. If you're not sharing, you're not a fan. Okay? You gotta get these numbers up, baby. Alright? 100. Peace.